Welcome back to What Do You Want to Watch, episode 26, hosted by myself, Nathan English, and the returning David Dirks. Come on. I am back. He is back from his honeymoon in beautiful and lovely Seattle. And we're going to talk about a topic that I'm sure his new wife is going to get tired of very soon, and that is the NFL, because of course it's back. The first episode of Hard Knocks was this week. We're at full Mm -hmm. training camp. We had the Hall of Fame game already. We got preseason games coming up this weekend. Everybody's pumped, excited, until they realize the preseason actually kind of sucks, and and we all lose interest, um, and Hard Knocks starts to wane. But then we'll have the regular season, and for the next 20 weeks, you won't be able to tell us anything else but NFL football. So David and I are going to be breaking down each division, going through division by division, and picking the winners. And I didn't include this in our outline, but we might as well pick our three wildcard teams, too, in each conference. We might as well just fill the playoff slate. So that's what we got today. We got NFL Futures. So stick around right after this. All right, David, I already mentioned it, but Hard Knocks had their first episode uh, this past week. Have you seen it yet? I know you obviously you've been a little busy recently. Have you seen this episode? Yeah, no, I haven't. It's it's been kind of crazy. Honestly, it's been crazy enough. I forgot. Hard Knocks was a thing, and I forgot it was starting. So that's something. Uh, is it Tuesday nights it drops? Um, I believe it's Mondays. I, Mondays. I don't. I think it's Mondays, okay. but I'm pretty sure that if you have HBO Max, you can't see it until 24 hours after it drops. Normally, that's the way that it works. Yeah. Um, okay. So no, I haven't seen it. So if if I start it, um, that will be a kind of a double episode preview for me. But uh, no, I kind of I'm kind of excited to watch this actually just because of um the Detroit Lions head coach I think Dan, Dan Campbell, Campbell just is character absolutely first episode he was just going full force I think they started the episode with just like a five minute speech he was giving to hype his team up and in that speech he talked about someone with three butt cheeks or three toes and one butt cheek um which doesn't make any sense and then also gave a pretty vivid description of how to drown a man was was talking about how good teams are like guys out in the deep part of the ocean that get out there and lure other teams out there and then drown them to overcome them. Mm. Uh, so I, in a, a description so vivid where you probably afterwards were Googling like Dan Campbell drowning just to see if there has ever been any link in the newspapers. Um, but yeah. we, we, there wasn't one. So, okay. but I, there's a lot of cursing, a lot of spitting, um, but there's a lot of football guy stuff, a lot of grit conversations. Uh, it was entertaining. It was a good first episode normally i i watch hard knocks very like ritualistically up until they get past the first preseason game and then i start to not care anymore quite honestly um that's oh, the cycle yeah. i go through every single year so i'm sure that'll happen this year but yeah all right i feel like well real quick i feel like you know people like why would you hire dan campbell at the beginning and it was kind of some there's some a little bit of criticism i feel like he has everything i feel like he what, except for one, possibly, right? Kenny Coach. That's probably in the air. But everything else, I feel like he's a likable guy, right? He cares. He up. Uh, and I think now we're kind of just waiting, right? Now can he actually coach? You, you can have all of those things. You can be loved. You can be supported. You can have support. But if you can't coach, obviously that's not going to do much. So I'm curious to see where that develops uh, right there for this year specifically. 
Yeah, there's. I think there's two versions of this Lions team in this Lions season. The first version is, you know, it's the second year. Dan Campbell comes on. He figures out what it's like to be a head coach in the NFL. He figures out everything, talks about, you know, he came in with his introductory press conference talking about biting kneecaps. He figures out everything that's going on, and he coaches successfully, figures out, kind of has that, I don't want to say Ed Orgeron from LSU because they, I don't think Detroit can ever reach the heights that that LSU team reached in terms of winning a championship, but can be seen and respected as a guy that knows what's going on and a guy who was a locker room guy that then elevated himself and became a good head coach. Or there will be the, in a year, Detroit will have won three or four games and we'll be looking at it again and saying, Dan Campbell, great guy, can't coach. I think that that's that. Those are the two things. If you had to ask me right now, I'm rooting for the guy, but I'm leaning more towards the second one than the first one. Yeah. Um, yeah they, they definitely took a chance, and they're gonna have to find out if it worked. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes it'll pay off. Sometimes it won't. All right, uh, David. I do want to ask a question. Um, is hard knocks the official start of the season? What is the official start of the NFL season for you? Is it when training camp starts? Is it when the hall of fame game happens? Is it when hard knocks starts? Is it when preseason starts? Or are you the guy that waits until the first regular season game to say NFL is back? For me, it's the first day of training camp. And I think simply when I get on Twitter, as soon as day one starts at training camp, man, every analysts and everybody's back like, like they've been dormant and they're awake now right we got news we have transactions injuries unfortunately on some first training camp days and and mm-hmm. it just kicks off in the buzz and i think people are excited uh and i think you can sense that so for me um i think day one of training camp is the start of the nfl season mm-hmm. I, w- I i would say for me it starts whenever i hear the hard knocks theme music for the mm-hmm. first time um and hear leave schreiber's voiceover uh, it, it, that really gets me going, but I think the reason we, I don't think we anticipate any other sports season like this, but the NFL, first of all, is the most popular sport in America. That's, that's undisputed. I don't know anybody that's trying to argue against that. Uh, but it also starts at this just super dead period in sports. Um, say what you will about baseball. No one cares during the regular season it's so much so that the players don't care there's 162 games and when we get into this late july you know early august stretch no it, it, it nobody really cares about baseball outside of april when it's first starting and september and october when the playoffs are about to happen that's when everybody yeah. gives a crap um yeah. and basketball is done golf is even kind of in a lull right now there's there's just not really a whole lot of sports going on. So NFL just has this perfect time where they come in and everybody is so starved for sports content. They're like, training camp is back. I can watch videos of uh, Zach Wilson throwing like three absolute ropes in training camp. Be like, Zach Wilson, yeah. maybe top five quarterback. Yeah, yeah, yeah. you can do that. You can yeah. you can spend your day doing that and it's fun. So yeah, it is. And I'm, I'm pumped. I uh, It's kind of nice to be up here like, because Chiefs training camp's 40 minutes away. And obviously this year it didn't work out, but like for however long, you know, I'm up this close to training camp. That's a fun, fun way to go see. I know like I, I was joking with someone, like we go to training camp and they're like, what, to go see them do walkthroughs and practice. I'm like, actually the way you put that, I kind of see your point, but I'm still excited about it. <laughs> you know? Um, I mean, we went, we went what, three years ago now to, to training camp and the coolest highlight of the day was we got to watch Tyreek Hill catch punts 
Yeah. But like we were like 20 feet from Tyree Kill, who was just catching punts. It was yeah. it was fun. Yeah. And I got to see how fast he was that that close. That, yeah. that was a good time. Sue me. I like it. You know, yeah. like come on. I had a good di- I had a good time. Yeah. Whatever. All right. Uh, let's get into to picking the division winners. Before we do that, I'm going to take a quick little break here. Let you listen to this beautiful intro music that David created for this podcast. So. Come on. All right, division winners. I've structured it to where we will finish off with the Chiefs division, the AFC West. So we're going to start out in the NFC North to give everybody a recap of the teams. we got the Green Bay Packers, the Minnesota Vikings, the Detroit Lions, and the Chicago Bears. Obviously, Packers have long been kind of the dominant force in this division. Um, I don't really see that changing this year. But, David, let's go through the teams individually. First, I want to start with the bears uh chicago obviously not hasn't hasn't really been great in a while um they have a new coach this year uh they're still trying to shake off the double doink um obviously and they've really just been mired in the bottom with some poor decision making up top and gm former gm ryan pace how are you feeling the bears chances this year um they're not great, I think, especially considering uh, two of other two two other teams in the division. Um, I, I do think I do believe they are kind of right. They've been kind of at the bottom on that pendulum swing, right at the bottom. I think they're starting to swing upwards a little bit, right? Mm-hmm. I think say what you will about Justin Fields, I think he is one of the better quarterbacks they've had. I mean, in a decade. I don't. I mean, it, it, arguably, you know, Jay Cutler could be could be an argument because because didn't do terrible with him, but he's athletic, right? He's young, uh, and I think he brings a passion and a a charisma to this offense, especially. So, I think they definitely have um, some holes. I know, kind of looking at this now, uh, Nikhil Harry is uh, out indefinitely with an injury, which already hurts their depleted receiving core. So it'll, I don't know. I think they're just still, I think they're slowly patching their holes, but I think they still have quite a bit of holes to patch is, is kind of how mm-hmm. I put that. Mm-hmm. They also just, um, just recently had a development with their, I would say consensus best player on the roster at this point, Roquan Smith um, is pretty much saying he's being disrespected by the team in contract negotiations and, and isn't showing up for, for camp for practice. Um and that's wow. that's the head of your defense. That's the best. That's the best player on your defense. Um, yeah, that's not. That's just not. That's not looking good for the Bears. I think they no. could be a fun, fun team to watch, but I, I don't think they've surrounded Fields with the kind of talent that they'll need to succeed. And then, yeah, you have your best defensive mm-hmm. player. You know, talking about how he doesn't want to be around the organization and, and request a trade. Yeah, he's he's all upset about about that and wants to request a trade and. I will say too, I mean, we already mentioned the depleted receiver core. You lose an Allen Robinson who really carried a lot of your productivity. I feel like on the offensive side, the last what is three, four years. Mm-hmm. And so with him on the, I believe the Rams, right? I think so. Gosh, I That's, don't remember all these moves man, so long ago. That hurts, and I, I am curious. I mean, he, Justin Fields does run a lot. He scrambles a lot, but that 
might win you a couple games, but that can't be your your end all be all. So yeah, I think right. they still got a couple years to go. Struggle Bears. Right. Yeah, uh, Robinson was um, he he did move to the Rams. He's now okay. on the Rams. So yeah, but a much better situation for him. But mm-hmm. yeah, not great. Uh, we've already kind of talked about the lines, but we can talk about them real quick. Uh, there's a ceiling when you have Jared Goff as your quarterback. I yep. think, it, and when you don't have generational talent on the defensive end like Jared Goff had with Aaron Donald whenever he was playing for the Rams. Um, you know, this team looks kind of like they'll be fun. Um, again, another another maybe fun, bad team to watch, but I'm, I'm, not, seeing, I'm not seeing an avenue where the, the Lions are making real headway and causing problems. Um, I think if they're in the in the hunt graphic by week 12, they should uh, that would be a miracle for this team, I think. Yeah, I think you're right, right? Jared Goff is a good guy. I think people agree with that. Players around him and people just how he's portrayed himself and what he's done. He is a good guy, but you're right. I think skill level-wise, he just has a limit. That's just a fact. Um, mm-hmm. And, yeah, you have DeAndre Swift. You have Amon Ra, uh, St. Brown, DJ Chark, um, TJ Hawkinson. I'm seeing Jamison Williams is out, so I don't know how long. If that's if that's uh, indefinitely, that could hurt them. But if he's back, obviously that helps. But again, you could have a really good skill set. But if your quarterback again is kind of holding you back, it's gonna be tough. So I think we'll see. I, I do want to ask you this because I think probably everybody agrees these two teams will be the bottom of the division. Who do you think will get third? Will get ahead of the other? So I'm thinking right now with kind of just there, there seems to be, uh, it's weird to say more stability with the lions right Mm now. Um, And also the, you know, you have to mention the drafted Aiden Hutchinson, uh, the standout defensive end from Michigan playing for his hometown team now. Um, And they have Panay Sewell on the offensive line, who was what one of the three best linemen in the league last year. Mm -hmm. Um, there was he didn't even give there was a point in the season where he hadn't even given up a pressure, um, which is insane. So I, I think that they are just built better um, and have more cohesion, and I think that that would probably lend them to being third over the Bears. Uh, and as much as we don't love Jared Goff, Jared Goff does have the experience, uh, I, I think, to to at least kind of helm the team through some against middling talent you know they're not mm-hmm. going to do great against teams with stellar defenses but against bad defenses Jared Goff is good enough to pick them apart in some respects and I, I'm sure Justin Fields is fun but I don't I don't trust him to do that yet um yeah. I think he has a higher ceiling but a much lower floor yeah uh, I mean, so I, I would put the Lions here that's a good point say, say what you want about the defenses of the Rams carrying Goff but yeah he's been to a Super Bowl whether he got carried or not he's been to a Super Bowl Mm-hmm. Uh, and so, yeah, that could, you're right. That while he does have a ceiling that may kind of carry him uh, over Justin Fields because he knows how to win, knows what to do, knows how to get mm-hmm. there. So, yeah. All right. I think we can, we can both plainly say that this Vikings team is going to be interesting. Like a Vikings team always is, but there's no way they're catching the Packers. Right. I don't, I just don't, I just don't think you can pick against Aaron Rodgers ever. Um, say what you want about, him in the playoffs, which you can say a lot, as in dude does not win in the playoffs. He, he, he's 500 for his career. 
terrible in NFC championship games. It feels like that's every year the Packers make an NFC championship game and then just get absolutely washed by whoever they're playing. But I just don't see the Vikings overcoming that. I, I think you have to give the respect to Aaron Rodgers and say that the Packers are going to take this division. Uh, I think I agree with you. However, these are – it is Aaron Rodgers, right? And he had some injury issues beginning of last year and with receivers and still delivered. But here are his starting receivers this year. Alan Lazard, Sammy Watkins, and a questionable right now, Randall Cobb. And Robert Tonyan right now is out as well. That just makes me nervous. I, I mean, right, beginning of last year, I think there were some injuries, and he still delivered. I think they still won games despite Scantling was out maybe and, and Lazard maybe was out a couple games. But for a whole for 17 games when, what, Sammy Watkins is your best receiver? Probably Alan Lazard. Like, that, make, that does make me nervous. So I am curious to see just how that – will adjust and how, how they'll deliver with that. Um, I think if the Vikings were going to win it. This is the year. This is the year to win it. If the Vikings are going to win it Mm -hmm. the last, you know, five years before this year and after this year, I think until Rogers retires, I think this is the year the Vikings should win it if they can, because I think, and similar to the chiefs, like chiefs have a little more stability about everywhere else, but Packers are like, well, we, just lost two top receivers. So we got to kind of readjust mm-hmm. what we're going to do and how we're going to game plan. So I am curious to see how that will work out. Mm-hmm. I think, I think that, yeah, you make a good point. Um, and uh, Demonte Adams, you know, was such a huge part of that offense. Um, but I think that that hurt them a lot of times, especially when they played against better competition, because there was nothing that anybody else had to do on the defense, except focus on Devonte Adams. That was kind of it. Um, so I think that it, there's a possibility. I don't want to do this. You know, it's not always this addition by subtraction thing that you take away the best player and it, it forces everybody else to elevate their game. So maybe the team actually does get better. But I think there is a part of this where it, it's not going to be just Aaron Rodgers looking for Devontae Adams every play. You know, mm-hmm. it, it, there's going to be a little bit of mystery. There's going to be a little bit of uh, him trying to game plan a, around matchups rather than let's see. Devontae Adams is better than any corner in the league. I want him in that matchup, so I'm always going to go to him. I think that could help the Packers because I think that's why they lost that NFC Championship game is they were just so predictable. Mm-hmm. They they just have always been predictable, but they're just so predictable. Um, yeah. And and they get to that point uh, every single year. So I, I I'm looking I'm looking at the Packers team and I'm I'm thinking you know they don't look great. Their defense was pretty pretty stellar especially as in terms of teams that Aaron Rodgers has had defensively mm-hmm. um was pretty good last year and they haven't had a lot of losses on that side of the ball so I think that they could they could really come up with something I, I am impressed by the Vikings skill set though I mean when you got Dalvin Cook Justin Jefferson Adam Thielen like those are three like consistent guys and three guys that you can I think truthfully trust and even KJ Osborne who's the last range starting receiver, but still like had some, some good plays last year. And I think if I'm remembering correctly, really the, the, the weakness of the last couple of years of this team has been kind of the defense and injuries and age. Uh, and I think, right. They got Zarius Smith actually from the Packers this year. Vikings have them and Patrick Peterson's back, Harrison Smith, both are kind of getting old uh, Daniel Hunter. So I don't know. We'll see. 
I think again, like I think every year we look at the Vikings depth chart and we're like, these this they have the team to succeed. Mm-hmm. And I feel like every year it's like, guys, what how'd that happen? You know, so mm-hmm. we'll see. Yeah, uh I misspoke. I meant divisional game, not championship game. They didn't make it a championship game this last year because they were beat by the Niners in a game that was thirteen to ten. Uh, that's right it was snowing right the whole game which is not a aaron Rodgers type type game um you know it's it's just it's just not not a not a game that you would expect from those two teams quite honestly but yeah but yeah okay so david i'm gonna go ahead and lock in the packers here as my division winner um I, i trust aaron more than kirk i think that's what ultimately comes down to okay so for the North, we're, we're going to go with the Packers. Let's go to the South. We probably spent a little too much time on the North, so we'll try to move quickly through the rest of these. Yeah. Um, so the South, we have the Saints, Falcons, Buccaneers, and Panthers. Uh, I, I think Fal- the Falcons have a chance to be one of the worst teams in the league <laughs> based off of just the talent that they have. Um, I, I just don't see anything exciting about that roster at all. Um I mean, they have some decent skill positions, but I, I don't think that's enough to move the needle. David, would you agree with that assumption? I think so. I mean, you got a, you got a young Kyle Pitts and a fresh Drake London from USC, but Cordero Patterson's your RB1, and you have Marcus Mariota as right now is their quarterback one. I would have to think Desmond Ritter would win that, right? Or is Marcus Mariota the guy? I think they're going to – I feel like they'll go Mar- – I think it'll be one of those situations where they go Marcus early and then maybe flip it, you know, if things start to go poorly. But – Yeah, they, man, this is rough. Yeah, they got – they don't got a lot. They do have a good kicker. One, I'd say top three kicker in the league there. Come on. But other than that, that – That's true. I mean, they'll be able to, I guess – they could do the Ravens method for a while where just get in range and just kick. You know that that's what kept the Ravens alive through some bad quarterback years with Justin Tucker. So yeah, maybe they'll do that. But I think they'll definitely be last in this division, though. Yeah, I I just don't see. I think the quarterback inconsistency comes from there. It just always seems like the Falcons have amazing skill position players, and outside of that one Super Bowl run, you're like, wow, Falcons really good skill position wise. Everything else really mediocre to to subpar. I don't have a lot of confidence in them. So uh, let's move on. Panthers, um, Baker Mayfield, uh, right? I mean, we're, we're kind of both assuming. I, I would guess that Baker Mayfield is going to get the starting job over Sam Darnold. I would um, think. Or Matt Carell. I mean, yeah, I, I think Mayfield is, is a decent quarterback. I like this kind of – I'm buying into the chip. I'm just going to do it. I'm going to buy in right now. I'm going to say that, that I think Baker Mayfield is going to have a a good season, maybe his best season in the league, just because of all the crap that he's had to deal with, with the Deshaun Watson saga. Um, And they do actually play the Browns September 11th, but, you know, Watson will not be in that game. Hopefully shouldn't be on the field all season, but we'll get to that later. Um, but I, I think Mayfield comes in with a chip, uh, but I don't know if that's enough to make this team good. I think it's enough to give this team seven wins. Yeah. Yeah, see, here's the thing. Like, I think Panthers are a team that have had good skill in the past, but if they can just stay healthy, they'd be good, right? Obviously, Christian McCaffrey, if he doesn't get injured all year, 
he's arguably a top two running back in the league with his ability to run and the ability to catch up the backfield is like second to none. It, the way he, his side to side movement as well as acceleration, like it's just crazy, but he can't stay healthy. You have yeah, DJ betting Moore. On, betting on a Christian McCaffrey injury is like betting that the sun will rise in the morning. It's going to yeah. happen. Yeah. And now is he injury prone or just have the Panthers kind of abused him and just overused him? I don't know. You have DJ Moore though, as well. Robbie Anderson, Chuba Hubbard is a backup RB. Like, again, like there's potential, I think, with this roster. And now that they have a, hopefully a consistent quarterback in Baker, I agree, though. I, I hope Baker succeeds. I think what the Browns did was wrong. Um, even, I don't know. I think the only way this would have been right is if this none of this had happened with Deshaun and they're just upgrading their quarterback. Because without all this, Deshaun is an upgrade and just skill level and as a quarterback. Mm-hmm. But with all this off the field stuff, for them to, for them to do that, I, I, I am on Baker's side. I would be very upset as well. Mm-hmm. Um, are you so. are you a believer in Matt Rule? You know, he's gonna he's going into his third year um, as the Panthers coach. Obviously, there were some people initially whenever these college coaches come out, especially from a you know coming from Baylor, a Big Twelve school that likes to score. They're like, oh, he'll be great for for Sam Darnold and. And for all this stuff, and that hasn't really turned out. So, are you a believer in Matt Rule? I think this year. I mean, it's third year. That's tough. I think after this year, if he wins, let's see, he's been what five games the last two years, uh, five games each the last two years, not combined. I think then he'll be on hot ice after um, a hot seat. Hot, hot ice. Hot, yeah. What? That ice. makes no sense. <laughs> huh? <laughs> Uh, he'll be on the hot seat uh, because, yeah, like I watched him at Baylor and he had some good Baylor teams, took him to a New Year's Six uh, bowl game and and stuff like that. But obviously Nick Saban will tell you NFL is a completely different uh, game than uh, college. So will, so will Urban Meyer. Um, cause, That's true. I should have mentioned him. I forgot about okay. that man. What yeah. is he doing right now? Uh, hopefully never near an NFL game ever again um, for the sake of just football. All right. We have the saints next. Um, the return, <laughs> the return of our guy, our boy, the, the most fun quarterback to watch in the league, possibly Jameis Winston. Um, he'll be coming off an injury. Uh, they still have the, I don't know the, what, I don't know. The saints are just, I think I have a dumb brain from all the Drew Brees years where I'm like, the saints are solid. They're going to be good. Uh, I don't know if that's true. Um, also, did anything ever come of the Alvin Kamara getting charged with, like, assault and battery at the Pro Bowl situation? Dude. Like, do, you, do you remember that? Did, what Nathan, what profession is he in? <laughs> what, what does he do for a living? Alvin Kamara? Yeah. Uh, he, he, plays, he plays football? What, so well, will, any, will, will anything be done at all? Uh, because he's an NFL okay. player. Okay. Okay. <laughs> no, I wasn't trying to like trick you or anything. I was just saying he's an NFL player. So like I don't know yeah, if was, much will be done. Yeah, I that that was just so wild. Uh, I, again, I forgot best, about that. One of the best combo backs in the league. Yeah, because it was such an odd time for it to happen. It just happened literally at the Pro Bowl. One of the best combo backs in the league. Um, I I would say the Saints are. They're just a little weird. It's it's just a weird it's they're just a weird team. They're a team that I think is very difficult to figure out. Maybe the most difficult of any team, especially because you know you think about the Saints, you think about Sean Payton. Well, Sean Payton's gone. 
Mm-hmm. Um, so now when you think about the Saints, you'll think about Dennis Allen, who I'm not going to lie, I know nothing about. Um, but reports from NFL.com say that he's receiving positive reviews from his players, which hey, I guess is good. That's all you can ask for right there. Wouldn't want, wouldn't want negative reviews at this point. That's true. Um, that's very true. But yeah, the, so so new head coach, new team. This one's kind of the weirdest one to figure out for me. I think... <laughs> I think they could be, they could be a bad team, but they have the talent, obviously. And I guess this, the uniforms trick me into thinking the Saints are going to be decent. But that's true. Because well, think about it. Our entire lives, they've been good. I think, legitimately, our entire lives, they've been playoff contenders. And so yeah, we're just, I just so remember seeing that. Every time I see a Saints uniform, I think like Drew Brees in a dome is going to throw for eleven thousand yards on your team, and the game's going to be like forty-five, forty-one. Yeah. But now that that's not the case. Uh. And then, of course, the Buccaneers, who it's freaking Tom Brady's team. So I I will be penciling. We're just going back to back with old quarterbacks here. I will also be penciling them in for for the win in this division. I I just he hasn't he's done nothing wrong. yet. had the weird retirement, no retirement thing. And then pretty much got Bruce Arians to retire. But I guess like he said he wasn't coming back if Bruce Arians was still the coach. Also, the whole tampering scandal with the Dolphins. He hasn't been at practice the last couple of days because of, uh, for personal reasons. Um, so he just wants to take the day off, essentially, is what I'm hearing. Well, I, I saw earlier today. I haven't checked back in. I did see earlier today that um, it, that nobody really knew what was going on. But once again, it's Tom Brady. So, I, what are you gonna say to him? You know. And the team was, of course, fine with it, which I don't, I don't see why. Um, they said that he's not going to come back until the second preseason game. So I would imagine it's something kind of serious if, if Tom is taking that long yeah. off, especially like in the midst of, of training camp and stuff. So yeah, Bowles was was asked about it, and he said it's a personal issue. That's all I can tell you. So yeah, I don't know. Yeah, so yeah, it's probably the Bucks division to take. I will say though, on paper, I do feel like the Saints look really good. Um, obviously, like you have Jameis Winston, which that's maybe taking a chance with him. But then you have Alvin Kamara, Michael Thomas, Jarvis Landry. Forget they picked him up. Then they forget they you forget they drafted uh, Ohio State Chris Olave. Like, mm-hmm. and then of course Cam Jordan, Tyron Matthew, in addition, which he's the highest rated safety in Madden. So but who else? Who else do they have at safety? Marshawn. Who else? Smoky, oh, Smoke Monday. Is that what you're wanting? Because the name, no, Wait. didn't they pick up Sorensen? Oh, they did. He's sorry. He, well, I didn't see him because he's like, he's like fifth, he's like, <laughs> he's like fifth 18th they, on the death chart. Yeah, so I didn't even see him. I forgot. Tyron Matthew left for New Orleans to get away from Dirty Dan, and Dirty Dan followed him there. Yeah, he did. Oh my gosh. Yeah. CJ Gardner Johnson's still on the team for when he blew that game versus the Vikings. He's still just hanging out, dude. Yeah, I think I think they have a chance to to be good. I'm just not. Again, it's the same thing with. I it could be a Vikings Packers scenario where yeah, the the team has a chance, but I'm not gonna pick against the great old quarterback. So I'm gonna choose yeah. Bucks here. I'm Absolutely, you're gonna agree. All right. Yeah, I'm not betting against Tom Brady. Let's go to the tragically terrible every single year a, a <laughs> NFC East that ha- normally the winner of this division wins nine games. It's got Eagles, Cowboys, Commanders, and Giants. I think we can move pretty quickly through this one. Uh, I, 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 I don't see I, 
it's weird to say this, but I think it's the Cowboys division just because what in the heck is going on with any of these other teams? I mean, the commanders all offseason have had to deal with whatever the Dan Snyder scenario is. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and they're also just Carson Wentz will be their starting quarterback. You could talk yourself into Carson Wentz rehabilitating his career and his image, but can you talk yourself into Carson Wentz doing that in the Washington commanders franchise, one of the worst franchises at developing players, um, the Giants, you know, Saquon Barkley says he's back and better than ever. What does that mean? Um, mm-hmm. He's He's got kind of Christian McCaffrey problem, except he doesn't produce as much. Um, and we haven't seen him fully healthy in a long time. And, and back to the back that he was when he first came into the league. And then the Eagles are I, I, maybe the next best team in this division. They have Jalen Hurts at the helm. And, and there's going to be that question of is Jalen Hurts enough all season um, I, I just think it's, it's probably the Cowboys, despite Mike McCarthy smashing watermelons to hype people up in the locker room. Yeah, I, I think I agree. Although I do think this Eagles team is slowly improving and could, if the Cowboys aren't careful and are careless, I think the Eagles could take the division because mm. right. You have Jalen Hurts, you have Miles Sanders, you have Devontae Smith, but Eagles did get AJ Brown from the Titans, who is a very good receiver. You have Dallas Goder and, and tight end. And then they uh, drafted uh, Landon Dickerson, one of the arguably the best uh, offensive linemen in the country last year at Alabama. Uh, and so I don't know. I think I think Cowboys ultimately do win this. Um, they just have so much money and so many skill players. Uh, but I don't know. I think this team could, if if the Cowboys aren't careful, the Eagles could sneak up on them. You know. David, I'm going to suggest that we do something here just because it'll be more fun. Why don't we just pick the Eagles? It feels like we're kind of going chalk so far. Why don't we just take the Eagles? I don't want to root I'm, for the Cowboys. Dude, I'm kind so of feeling good right. about them. Like, I mean, the defense could be horrible, but like having Dallas Goder, A.J. Brown, and Devontae Smith, like that's pretty good. If Jalen can throw an accurate pass, they'll be pretty good, I think. Well, and the the way that the Cowboys seasons always seem to work is there's going to be a four-game stretch where they're just going to look unbeatable. Yep. But, you know, you have the Jerry Jones factor where he's probably going to step in and be, say Ezekiel Elliott needs to be the one getting the majority of the reps. And I don't know that Mike McCarthy can stand up to him and say, no, that's not what's best for this team. And And they're just a cluster, a train wreck of media problems every time. And you can tell me that media doesn't affect the locker room, but I – can't imagine that the Cowboys being the lead story every ESPN show helps them and being surrounded yeah. in controversy all season every season helps them so in today's in today's world media does definitely affect the locker room yeah and, and I think that the owner has the most influence on that that is clearly the owner with the most influence on the team's success and I think that he's a lot more concerned about his own ego than the actual team success yeah and, and like you talked about the Cowboys like it the Eagles could not easily, but the Eagles could take both against the Cowboys. It's one of those, like the Eagles take the early one at home versus the Cowboys. And then at the end of the year, it's a must win for the Cowboys. And this has happened in the past. The Eagles like, you know, upset or, and the, and Washington wins the division that happened a couple years ago. Stuff like that. It's like, you just never know what could happen. Well, yeah. And, and again, this division is a division that's historically in the past decade been decided by, Teams winning a 500 
or barely over 500 will win the division. I don't think mm-hmm. there's going to be a, you know, a 12 and five team coming out of this division. I, I just don't, I don't see it. Um, so y- y- the Eagles could go nine and eight and, and sneak out with a win in this division, which happens a lot for some, for some unknown reason um, in the NFC East. All right, let's go to, I, I would say maybe the best division in in the NFC, probably, um, and, and that's the NFC West. Yeah. Let's start with the team that's going to be at the bottom that was absolutely roasted by the U.S. Open Twitter account uh, like a month ago, and that is the Seattle Seahawks, who will go from Russell Wilson at the helm to Drew Locke. Um, yeah. Although- Drew Locke, Missouri guy, not, not a great NFL player so far. That's true. I, I will say though, uh, Pete Carroll. I think this last week I heard. I'm pretty sure I heard he he said Geno Smith is our guy, so they might be starting Geno. Uh, that that instills no more confidence in well, me than <laughs> if they were starting Drew Lock. That's very true. That's very true. Um, yeah, I don't. This just feels like an old team, um, a, a a team that doesn't have a lot of a lot of flash and a lot of promise. I mean, you obviously you have DK Metcalf. Um, which is he's a solid wide receiver, but we'll really see how good he is when he doesn't have the greatest quarterback. And then they're spending so much money on the defense, and and a lot of that money is being gobbled up by Jamal Adams, who is not good. He's just simply not that good, mm-hmm. for yeah. especially for the price tag. I, I just don't see anything exciting about this team, especially in this division where no matter who is starting at quarterback, they will have the worst quarterback in the division, I think. So, yeah, I, I just don't see a lot of promise. They they maybe have what second best coach in the division, probably or the best. You could argue that you like Pete Carroll more than McVay or um, Shanahan, but I don't know if he's still that. Yeah. He's still at the top of that game. He is the oldest coach in the league. Um, I think I think McVay may have taken that just with this lingering success and continued consistency and i mean like, what shanahan's been able to do with an injury-ridden 49ers team that does not have consistent quarterback play has also been very impressive as well yeah um, yeah so yeah i just think the seahawks just, are down there let they let's added them. well they did they did, add Noah, they did a Noah font fan font it said it different every time so that that is fan. an addition I think it's fan but like tyler lockett okay dk in my opinion you've heard this opinion DK's big and athletic, but I think he's an okay receiver. I think, my opinion, and I don't think it's very popular, which is okay, but I've just never been huge on DK. Um, but again, like you said, we'll, we'll see without Russell Wilson how good he'll be this year. Yeah, and, and there's an argument that last year Russell Wilson was actually part of the reason the Seahawks didn't succeed. He came back way too early from injury and, and did not play well, um, but I, I don't if you wish to talk yourself into Geno Smith will be better for this team, you are welcome to do so. I will not yeah. be doing that with you. Yeah. Let's talk about the most fun team to discuss. And that's the Cardinals just because of the Kyler Murray situation. Um, have you ever heard of a contract where someone is mandated to watch a certain amount of film a week? Nope. Nope. This is I like Jamarcus Russell level of what in the heck are we doing? Also uh, shout out to whoever online was digging through this and found the correlation between uh, Kyler Murray's dip and just performance overall and the release of the new Call of Duty 
<laughs> it's just almost too perfect to ignore. Um, it's great. So, so I, I don't know. This team will have – it has some, some fun storylines, obviously, and, and some pretty good veterans. But DeAndre Hopkins will start the season serving a, a, a PD suspension of six games, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, six. Um, and you know you'll have JJ Watt coming back off an of injury, uh, Buda Baker obviously, um, Chandler Jones. It's a team that has the potential to be good, and I would say if they were in another division, could even challenge for the title. But I don't. The history that we've had with Murray falling off after the first four weeks, I don't see a case for them. You know, really, really pushing for the division title here. Yeah. That's tough. Like they do, st- I think what did they start seven and one last year, and then they just fall apart. And yeah. it's, it's really it's, actually, it, is it, co- it has to be coaching. I feel like at this point, with the consistent behavior that's happening through different personnel. Yeah, I'm not on the Kingsbury wave. Um, he was supposed to unlock Kyler Murray, and there's parts. There's you know week two of the season, you're looking at Kyler Murray like, is this guy the best quarterback in the league? Like the yeah, way exactly. that he runs around and how fast he is and stuff. But it always always seems to get figured out by the end of the season. And, and that finale kind of when they were fighting, fighting for a spot at at the end, when they were playing against the Rams and just the way that that team folded against the Rams at the end of last year, I I, I don't think, I don't think anybody has a lot of confidence that they'll come out and, and do a lot this year. I I will say, the now Buda Baker is probably already like 40 years old. He's so old. I will say this: this linebacker core could be a top five linebacker core in the NFL. And Isaiah Simmons, Marcus Golden, and Byron Murphy Jr. Uh, just in last year, especially, they just balled out uh, and, and played very well. I mean, it wasn't enough, um, but yeah, I don't know. And it, what alarms me too, just looking at this depth chart, is there's a lot of red on it, right? Kyler Murray's questionable. Marquise Brown's questionable. He got injured in training camp. I don't know when he's going to be back. Zach Ertz, questionable. Mm-hmm. Rodney Hudson, their center, questionable. D Hop suspended. Like, a lot of red just makes me nervous. And mm-hmm. uh, I don't even know. Well, I don't even. We'll just have to see because I really just don't know what this team's going to do. I mean, finished the season at 11 and 6 last year, got into the playoffs, squared off against division rival LA Rams, and put up 11 points and were scoreless in the first half. Uh, Rams won 34 to 11. There was no point in which it looked like anybody had any fight in that game. Kyler Murray, 19 for 34, 137 yards and two picks. You don't want to make a big deal out of one game, but that's, that's the time when we get to see Kyler Murray in a high pressure situation. It's great when you're great in September, but are you great in December? Are you great in January? He has not been so far. So until he shows he can do that, I'm not going to trust this team. Yeah. All right. Let's talk about the 49ers. I think they're – this is the weirdest one for me. This is yep. the one where I have the most difficulty figuring out, and that all comes down to the quarterback. What yeah. What is going on? Are we going to get Trey Lance? Are we getting Jimmy Garoppolo? Uh, uh, I, I, or Brock Purdy? No. Are we getting Brock Purdy? No, yeah. <laughs> Nate Sudfield? Is yeah. that a possibility? I, I just according, don't – According to the depth chart, Trey Lance is number uno. So I, I'm assuming this is pretty accurate. I'm pretty sure it's updated. So I think that Trey Lance maybe is the guy. Uh, but, yeah, you're right. This is like the most confusing – to me, this is the most confusing team in the NFL. 
maybe besides like the Vikings, these two, because like for some reason to me, they just don't look good on paper and don't, I don't, but like here they are making divisional games. Here they are in the mm-hmm. NFC championship. I mean, they were in the championship game. Yeah. And then three, you know, we beat them in the Super Bowl. Like they're just always around. And it's just really interesting to me because like maybe that's just a Jimmy Garoppolo effect. Um, maybe with Trey Lance to look younger and more polished, but I don't know. To me, I'm like, how are these guys good? And they just still stick around. But yeah. Yeah, I, I, I think that's the same. You could, you could I, I'm, I meant to say, I agree with you in that sense. Uh, I, I just think that this team has... You know, they have some flashy names and they, of course, have the the coaching of, of Shanahan, who's one of the best coaches in the league. I think that's probably, you know, pretty, pretty fair consensus yeah. there. Um, but yeah, what do you know what you're going to get? And if they do start Trey Lance, are we confident that Trey Lance can can take this team that far? And also, you know, an angle that we've been on for a while because we're Chiefs fans and we're tired of the conversation, but I'm really... I, I, can I trust George Kittle to last? Yeah. You know, I, I feel I, like he gets injured every year. Can I trust George Kittle? And that's probably a lot to do with his play style, but I don't want to hear your conversations about how George Kittle is better than Travis Kelsey. Maybe he does play better than Travis Kelsey for the six games a year that he plays, but Travis is out there every game and Kittle is not. Uh, and that's yeah. a big factor that he will be super important, especially to a young quarterback. And if he's not out on the field, what's going on? So this team, I think... Is just I don't I don't want to pick them. I kind of want to pick the Rams, but I feel like there's a maybe a point in October where this team is like uh, seven and one, and I will feel like an idiot for not thinking they could be good. Yeah, I, what was what were the final standings of this division last year? Because Rams took it. I think they were third. I'm That's pretty sure insane. they were third because I pretty were sure they, they ten finished. and seven. Uh, yes. Yeah, they were third in the division. That's crazy. And they ended up making it to the I championship the, game. Yeah, I want to see the NFC championship. Yeah, they they That's made it crazy. To the championship game and played the Rams. Uh, it's just I I don't yeah. know. I, I I it's a weird team, man. It is it's so weird. Yeah, ten and seven. Um, ended the season on a two-win streak and barely finished below the. The Cardinals uh, were seven and five, but we're only two and four in the division. Cardinals were four and two. Cardinals had the best division record, but the 49ers had the worst. Yeah, I just feel like you never know what you're going to get with this team. Uh, I think I, I'm going to I'm going to see my pick if that's okay. Yeah, I, I think the Rams take it. Here's why: Trey Lance is going to be young. He's figuring it out. I think this year is going to be rusty, right? Figuring out the league, figuring out the pace. I think in the future, this team could be very good. Debo's still young. Mm-hmm. Uh, Eliza Mitchell, Elijah uh, Mitchell is 24, and he's shown spark. Um, now George Kittle's only getting older. That's that's fair. But I think this year, I think I'm going to give it to the Rams because, yeah, Trey Lance, it may just take a little bit for him to figure that out. Um, but if he can develop in the future, I think this team will just still be sticking around. Mm-hmm. Uh, and And – also, you know, just with the Rams, they get they have Stafford back and they have Aaron Donald back. Um, and you can say a lot of stuff about a lot of other things about what the Odell situation and and whatever else is going on and the fact that Stafford's old, but they return their Super Bowl winning quarterback and the best defensive player in the league. 
Yeah. So and the best. Well, and I mean, yeah, OBJ got uh, is gone, but they did pick up Allen Robinson, and OBJ right. maybe maybe better. But Allen Robinson is a healthier and more sustainable receiver. And they will have Cooper Cup, a uh, MVP candidate from yeah. from last season. Dan uh, Jefferson, Tyler Higby, like whew, this team's still very good. They're still stacked, and I think that you have to go with them. So yeah. so let's go Rams here. We're gonna transition to the AFC, but we're gonna take a quick little break first. So stick around for our AFC division winners. All right, we're back. Time to transition. Talking about the AFC, who we think is going to win the North. First of all, let's just get it out of the way. The disgusting part of of this whole podcast is talking about the Deshaun Watson situation. I hope the yeah. Browns suck. I really do. I'm going to be rooting for that team to fail. Um, not not the fault of all the players or the fans in any way, but clearly the coaching staff and the the management and the team decided that. You know, it, it was more important to to kind of win games through a shady method than to, you know, it was more important to give a predator a job and hopefully win some more games. Um, yeah. I, I also don't think this roster, even with the addition of Deshaun Watson, is good enough um, to really make a deep playoff run. I think they could probably maybe even win the division and, and make the obviously make the divisional round from that, but I don't, I don't think... Short of that, they're not going to be a team that could secure a buy under Deshaun Watson. And we don't know. Watson could – his six-game suspension could balloon to an entire year very mm-hmm. easily. Um, so, yeah, I, quite honestly, I hope this team gets last place in this division. I don't think they will, but I hope they do. Yeah, I, it just confuses me. Like, It's not like – I'll give you an example. Like Tyreek, in a couple years ago, the situation of his fiance. Uh, coming out and saying these things he was already on the team and these things came out and the Chiefs chose to wait the investigation was finished then made the decision but with this when you have 21 different accounts and it's still an ongoing investigation and you have a pretty a pretty good quarterback in Baker Mayfield you're not like just dangling by a string and and for them to go out like that to, to ruin the relationship with their current quarterback and to to, to go and get this Deshaun Watson, I just don't understand it. Because they have, honestly, offensively, I think they have. They have Nick Chubb, Amari Cooper, Donovan Peoples-Jones, David Njoku. Pretty good skill-wise. Um, defense could be another story. But I just, yeah, you're right. I don't understand, I don't understand the reasoning behind doing that. I don't. I mean, you, they just looked at it, simple X's and O's, and said, this team is good enough to make the playoffs with Baker Mayfield. How much better would they be if we had Deshaun Watson? Which is yeah. great if Deshaun Watson wasn't a trash human being, but he has shown yeah. so far that he is a trash human being. Um, so I don't know what, are, what, what are they going to do with that? Who, who knows um, could get suspended. I'm going to be rooting for this team to fail and I'm not going to ever pick them to win this division, even if they maybe have the best shot. Let's move yeah. on. to so the Ravens, a, a team that I hate purely for football reasons and not because they're run by disgusting people. Yeah. Um, yeah. This, I, I and the question all year leading up has been, has the NFL figured out Lamar Jackson? And until 
until Lamar Jackson, I think, has multiple games in which he throws the ball consistently and throws it well, this will continue to be a conversation. Yeah, um, yeah I agree. I, um, I, I I wouldn't say I hate him as much as like other people. I see like on social media sometimes I see some pretty wild. Like I even I even think he's a top ten quarterback, and some people just just tear him down. Let's be honest. Let's just let's just get it out there. There's a lot of racism involved with this too. There's a lot of like, mm. the, there's a stigma against black quarterbacks. I don't think that that's a secret. And a lot of people are rooting for him to fail because then it proves what they were saying about black quarterbacks, right? Which is absolutely ridiculous notion. But there is mm. that. There's always been that hit that he mm. should switch to receiver and stuff. But I, I, I don't think he's a consistent passer right now. And I don't know if he'll get to that point. No, I, I don't think so either. And I, I am um, so I, I do want to watch him though because right he's been untouchable he hasn't been hurt and he's been running and running and doing these things and he had a pretty gnarly uh, ankle injury and that's kind of what put them out uh, the Ravens out of the playoffs so now I'm really going to be looking because we've seen with running quarterbacks in the past it, if he starts to get injured and starts to get injured his career will quickly come to an end um, so mm-hmm. yeah I agree like until. I don't think I'm being unreasonable. Like he, he's not an accurate and not a very good passer. You you can show me all these cool high, training camp highlights of him making some beautiful throws, but I've not seen consistently in a game where he delivers through the air. Um, mm. I will say though, with this team, I think they had more guys injured last year than guys that weren't injured. This team oh, yeah. got so unlucky. And I'm going to say this now. I think we haven't switched to them yet. I don't think Bengals win this division. I think, I think the division around them was kind of in shambles last year. And that, but everybody else, Steelers drafts a new quarterback, got help. Mm-hmm. Browns, if, especially if Deshaun doesn't uh, get get punished, they 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 got better. Ravens are going to be better. I don't think Bengals will be nearly as good as they were last year. And I think Ravens, including, will be a team that might take the division this year. So, yeah, and I think that they have enough. They have enough position uh, skill players around uh, Jackson to be successful. And uh, and a lot of the arguments could come down to he had Mark Andrews as a target, but his second best target was Hollywood Brown, um, who, who was the definition of inconsistent as a wide receiver. Um, I think there was one game where he dropped like three wide open touchdown passes or something. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, if they can figure some of that out and then what you were saying about injuries is true. Let's just get to the Bengals now. Um, you know what? Let's talk about the Steelers real quick. We have no idea because we don't know how good Kenny Pickett's going to be. And we don't really even know, I guess, if Kenny Pickett is going to start right away or if they're going mm-hmm. to try to ease him in um and have him wait but we don't know how good Kenny Pickett's going to be so I just don't think we know how good that team's going to be but I don't feel comfortable yeah picking them Mike Tomlin has always been has been good though so I think that's Mm. the coach you want in the situation that the Steelers are in so yeah we'll really have to see with them I mean the defense is pretty good oh yeah and they made the playoffs with one of the 10 worst quarterbacks in the league last year I mean Big Ben was a shell of himself and they did make the playoffs and then just I was at that game, just absolutely proceeded to get ran by oh, the Chiefs so after it, it, the, it was very satisfying when the Steelers fans were very loud 
at the beginning of the game when they had a lead and then got very, very, very quiet. Dude. Um, and many left early. So all the all I think the Chiefs were just done with all the years that the Steelers just dominating them because they just all that energy was just taken out on this game. And oh my goodness, it was it was fun to watch for sure. Yeah, I, I, I it it was pretty it was pretty insane. Um, and, and that's forty two twenty one game is not not actually how that game that game was done mm-hmm. in the second quarter. Um, so yeah, okay, let's go to the Bengals. Uh, you know, I'm I'm gonna pick the Ravens in this division, and I'll tell you why. And that's because the Bengals lost the Super Bowl, and the Super Bowl hangover I think is is very real. It, it's a real problem. Um, I think the Bengals caught lightning in a bottle last year, and Joe Burrow played out of his mind, obviously. Uh, and they, they they had a solid team, and they and they went and they beat the Chiefs, and the Chiefs should not have lost that game. Um, no. But bad, poor game planning, and and kind of getting complacent, and, and beat them. So yeah. props to the Bengals for that, and they made it to the Super Bowl. Um, which is always something to hang your hat on, but I think the Super Bowl hangover for the Bengals team is going to be real. I don't, I don't, I think yeah. they make the playoffs, but I don't think they're going to be a standout stellar team this no. year. I'm also biased because I just hate the Bengals with everything. Yeah, same. And, Me uh, too. And I'm also biased in that I think the Chiefs lost that game. I'm not sure the Bengals won that. I think we choked and completely fell apart in a game mm-hmm. where we are up three touchdowns, I think at half, and it was just a cakewalk. So. That's still obviously, uh, you know, I'm thinking about that clearly. But yeah, I think Jamar Chase is a stud. I'll say that. I'm, as much as I hate playing him, he is a freak athlete, um, yeah. a freak receiver. And, um, and no, Joe Burrow is, was stopping him one on one. No, and, and Joe Burrow is just so smug and confident and good. Uh, and uh, but yeah, with this division, all three teams, maybe not the Steelers, but all three teams kind of elevating this year i i don't think i think the Bengals are going to struggle uh, more than they did last year at least mm-hmm. so yeah, uh, i'll take the ravens i'll agree with you ravens take the division this year i think yeah and i think that we're also unique in, in this way that you know we don't like the Bengals, but we're the villains the chiefs the chiefs team is the villains of the nfl they're not yeah. beloved you know once you're good enough for a long enough time people start to not like you so teams that we hate everybody loves people love the bills too and david and i do not like the bills yeah um, so we're, we're the patriots just, now i think everybody yeah, i think just, everybody hates that's, us yeah. that's just how that works which is fine um fueled by the haters okay let's go to the south the least least fun division maybe in the nfl oh um it's Ooh. not the jaguars i don't we don't even need to talk about that team is dog they just don't look good um i just They'll be better that, than they were last year I just hope, yeah, because they don't have, because they have Doug Peterson instead of Urban Meyer. Um, yeah. I just hope that Trevor Lawrence's entire career wasn't ruined. There were, I mean, there were conversations about him after he won that national title with Clemson that this is like the next Peyton Manning. You better watch out mm-hmm. for this guy. So hyped up and and so far has not really even had flashes. I think so. That's that's weird. Um, Example A of media influencing and see how the pressure has that's been put on him and yeah. you know that. So. And then you I have the say- Texans. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. Well, I'll say you, you perfect segue. Who's going to finish last, Jaguars or Texans? Gosh, yeah, the Texans who may be fielding the worst roster in the league. Um, a team that just seems hell bent on not winning. I, like I don't, 
I, I, I don't understand why they, they keep doing the things that they do, but they just don't seem to want to win. Um, also hey. kind of became embroiled in that Deshaun Watson scandal, and that, that hurt them as well. I will not hear Davis Mills slander. He's yeah, a great so, up and coming. He had some he Davis Mills for sure had some flashes. I'm assuming he's going to be the starting quarterback, but again, I'm not I'm not putting putting my hopes on that long neck of his. So <laughs> I, I I would say I would say yeah, the more interesting question here is not who is going to win this division, but who is going to get last. I'm going <laughs> to I'm going to put my chips on the Texans right now. Um, I'm thinking at this moment, just because of the kind of hellish off season and last just really 18, 24 months that they've had. Um, And if the Jaguars maybe get this breath of fresh air with not having urban Meyer around. Um, So yeah, I'm going to go with them um, and last. Okay. Let's, let's talk about the Colts. The least sexy team in the NFL at this moment in terms of, of, of interest, you know, they have, I, I don't Jonathan Taylor, you got Jonathan Taylor, you know, and, and that's fun. Um, they have a good offensive line. Is there anything fun? Uh, this division is yeah. just not fun. I don't know. No. And I think, I think Matt Ryan is a good spark for this team. Uh, you have Alec Pierce, a receiver out of Cincinnati that they drafted. Um, Michael Pittman Jr., he saw flashes last year, and we might, you know, we might see more this year. I don't know. I think what you said, like this division is not fun. I think this is a team that could surprise. Kind of like the Eagles sneaking up. I think the Colts could sneak up with their insane mm-hmm. run game. And I think with Titans losing A.J. Brown, and I, Tannehill is not a good quarterback. I'm going to say it. I wouldn't be surprised if the Colts, again, like the Eagles, mm. kind of snuck up on the Titans, um, both of which just have probably two of the best running games in the league. Um, so I don't know. This is going to be another interesting division, I think, between these two teams. I don't know. Also, what just letting, letting everybody know now that if Matt Ryan gets hurt, you know, which could happen. You know, Matt Ryan is old. Guess who we got? Guess who we got waiting in the wings? The greatest backup of all time? Is that what yes. you're saying? Nick Foles. Well, yeah. ab- he's he's there. He, he he's ready to go. So it could be yeah. could get another Nick Foles Super Bowl run. Uh, yeah, I, I I think this team has the potential. Matt Ryan was not has not been great in a while, but they were able to make do with Philip Rivers. Um, and I think that Matt Ryan is kind of at that same level that Philip Rivers was at when he was on the Colts. So I, I think that you could see some flashes. You could see a lot of interesting stuff. I, I, he'll be more consistent, I think, than Carson Wentz, which is a blessing. But, I mean, you his think, job is not going to be to carry the team. I think that's Jonathan yeah. Taylor's job. You don't think that uh, Matt Ryan's better than Philip Rivers? Like, I, no. At the times? In, okay. So here's the thing. I, Matt Ryan is sneaky old. Because I always think Matt Ryan's like 29, right? Because mm-hmm. you feel like, I, I don't know. I just feel like Matt Ryan's young. I don't know why. Maybe it's because I watched Matt Ryan play in college. Matt Ryan is 37. Wow. Yeah, that's true. I just, I, what, I, I've just not seen. He, he's not, he has no mobility left at all. It doesn't really have the power to drive the ball down the field. Um, again, this team is going to rely on Jonathan Taylor. So, 
if Jonathan Taylor has another stellar season, which I think he has in him, they could easily be one of those teams competing in this division. Um, and uh, again, the, both the Titans and the Colts will have the benefit of getting to beat up on the Texans and Jaguars. Mm-hmm. You know, that should be four wins on your schedule. Oh, three, yeah. maybe if someone has a wild flute game at some point, if you're playing the Texans at the end of the year or something, but you should be able to, you should, you should be able to put in some work. Here's what's tough though. Who, who are we picking the Titans or the Colts to win this division? Cause I did forget Here's... Titans did pick up Robert Woods and they did right. draft Traylon Burks from Arkansas, right. but Ryan Tannehill is still the quarterback for now, for now. You're saying someone could step it, up. It could be Malik Willis. A youngin, a youngin, yeah. It, it mm. could be Malik Willis. Um, you know, I, mm. I don't know. I, I, Malik Willis looked really good, um, but Malik Willis is going to have the knock of not playing against great competition in college. However, Josh Allen, you could say, had the same knock, um, yeah. and came out, but Josh Allen wasn't great right out of the gate. I, I just. I don't know. I think I kind of want to lean Colts here just because I, I am not confident in in the Titans. I'm just – I'm really just not. Um, it, it, regardless of whether Malik Willis is, is starting or whether it's somebody else. Yeah, the only reason I think I might pick the Titans is Mike Rabel. He is one of the more underrated coaches in the league. I think he's very, very, very good. Uh, that is true. And he just finds a way. But again, like I'm just, I'm not confident because Ryan, again, Ryan Tannehill has a ceiling, and I think it's a pretty low one. Um, Derrick Henry got hurt last year, right? Yeah. And, and was ready and got back in just in time before the play. That's right, because he was, yeah, they were the one but, seed and it didn't, didn't matter. But yeah, yeah, and they were the worst one seed I think in in the last 25 years. Yeah. So, um, but that's that's the, a question to be asked. Derrick Henry got hurt. How does that affect him this year? It may not, but like running backs get beat up and you know, once they start to fall, I don't know. And this is year seven for Derrick Henry. And we know that running backs don't have a long shelf life in the league. He's, he's going to be 28, you know, and running backs really don't last much longer than this in the league because it's just the wear and tear that it has put on your body being a running back, especially one of Derrick Henry's caliber that has been kind of, holding the weight of this team. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I don't think they made up for, for some of the losses. Uh, I, I don't know. I just don't, I just don't see a, a route where this team is great. I, I agree with you that variable is underrated. Um, a great coach. I mean, they, they're coming off obviously a, a great season um, for them, but did absolutely nothing in the playoffs. We're kind of exposed um, quite mm-hmm. honestly, for what a lot of people thought they were. So I, I would lean towards Colts here. Yeah, I think I'll agree with you. And it's it's nice to have something new. So, yeah, let's pick the Colts to win this uh, division this year. We're going to be wrong about half of these anyway, so it doesn't yeah, matter. Probably. All right, let's go to the East. Um, uh, I mean, I, 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 we could we talk about this, winning. but it's the Bills. Um, yeah. I think it's the Bills division to lose at this point. Let, let's run real quick through the other teams. Jets. Um, I don't know. You could be excited about the Robert Sala, Zach Wilson era. Uh, I they'll be better than they have been, but that doesn't mean they'll be good. I, I personally don't really see it. I think Zach Wilson is going to be one of those real fun highlight guys that ends up not winning you a bunch of games. Um, 
They did pick up C.J. Uzuma from the Bengals, which does kind of help them. And yeah, I don't think Garrett, that's... Drafted Garrett Wilson from Ohio State. So I, we'll have to see, though. I don't know. You know, I don't... I, I just don't trust... It's the Jets. Like, I just don't trust the organization, and until I've yeah. proven otherwise, I'm not going to give them the benefit. The day, uh, the day the Jets are good will be a weird day, because we've never seen that in our life. Like, to see them, like, true. actually... We saw Mark Sanchez Jets that remember the year they made the NFC the AFC championship games? They made AFC championship games under Rex Ryan when they had the best defense in the league, but the Jets don't have the best defense in the it league. It just feels like a right pipe now. dream. I hardly remember that. Yeah, I it's mean it was the, a long the, time ago and the Jets have been mired in just absolute befuddlery since then. Mark Sanchez. <laughs> and, hey, he was good until he ran directly up his lineman's anus. That's true. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> A play so bad that ESPN had to retire it from the not top 10 because it won like 180 weeks in a row that they just got tired of it and retired it. Um, Yeah. Okay. Let's talk about the Pats. (laughs) This is a conversation I want to have. Is Bill Belichick kind of washed? Is he done? Is he a system coach? Dude, I I, I was always in the Bill Belichick train, maybe just because I hated Tom Brady. Yeah. I think. I think Tom Brady made that team great. I think it was 70-30. I think it was 70-30. Bill Belichick yeah, is good. I, I think One of the has. greatest coaches I, of all time. But this kind I mean, of hurts no, his uh, – No great yeah. coach wins without great players. There's not a great coach that it, it doesn't have great players. Um, and, yeah, I, again, you just – it's weird. And I think people are catching on to this now. But the just absolute – depths of the bottom of the barrel it seems like they scrape off of for position for skill positions i i don't know why but like i'm never excited about anything also they just had james white announce his retirement earlier um today but let me read off their wide receivers to you Devontae parker nelson Aguilar, taekwon thornton and josh hammond okay a tight ends hunter henry Devin Asasi, uh, running backs, Damian Harris, Ty Montgomery, Kevin Harris, Pierre Strong Jr. I mean, Mac Jones had a solid year last year, but I don't, he, he wasn't lighting up the league. They just don't have skill positions to me to be effective. Yeah. Devontae Parker and Nelson Aguilar are both 29 to, and it's just like, this, this team was low key hard to watch games but it was like yeah they oof. were ugly oof. This, and i think tough. that it flipped for everybody that that bills game um that monday night game in the cold when you mm. were like oh this is the game where mac jones can show it that this is a patriots team that's ground and pound and they're all about defense and and they got absolutely obliterated by the bills and i think that was it for them um and that'll segue us right into i don't know josh allen what a top three quarterback in the league Mm-hmm. Uh, Bill's just on a hot streak, uh, are super consistent. I think whether you hate them or love them played in the most entertaining football game I've ever had the pleasure of watching, yep. which was that Bill's chiefs playoff game last year, that one game of the year at the SBs, um, which SBs don't mean that much, but that was truly the game of the year. You know, I, I they're just get when you have a great quarterback, you just always have a chance to be great. And Josh Allen is a great quarterback. So I, I just will always pick them. So good, and honestly, like it's maybe, so annoying too. Maybe it's because we haven't, we don't lose to them that often. 
I think, I mean, honestly, have they beat us one time in the last? Yeah, they they beat three, us three four. Routed us in the regular season this year. But then besides that, like we've kind of had their numbers, so maybe that's why I don't hate them as much as the Ravens or Bengals. But um, obviously, they're kind of a rival at this point, so definitely still a dislike. But man, they are mm. just so good. Uh, adding Stephon Diggs was a genius pickup. Very good signing because he's done so well for them. And uh, I, I am kind of impressed by Josh Allen. Uh, yeah. He's he's. I mean, it's easily Mahomes is the best in the AFC, and I think Josh Allen. I think he's a close two. Yeah. I, I don't. I don't think there's an, an incredibly large gap. Now you can talk mm-hmm. about kind of playoffs and success, Josh Allen in the playoffs, but also his lack of success has come because he's played Mahomes. So, you know, right, right. He's not better That's than Mahomes, true. but I do think, especially with his play last year, I think he closed the gap a little bit because he he looked so very good. I think I think he's in the realm where you say thirty teams would take him. I think mm-hmm. the only I think, I, I, and maybe even thirty one. I, I'm uh, of course excluding the Chiefs. I, I think I don't think the Packers would take him over Rodgers, but I think literally every other team would take him. That's including the Ravens. That's including the Bengals. I just think he's that good. Yeah. Um, so yeah, Josh yep. Allen again. This is probably the I think this is the MVP season for him. That's what everybody's poised for for him to come out and and win an MVP and win an MVP this season. And I think he can do it. Um, well, especially like with the games, that heartbreaking game. Well, I mean that that'll either make you or break you. But I think people are saying like he's gonna come off ready to go after that just absolute heartbreak of a loss uh, mm-hmm. that he had against the Chiefs. So yeah, Bills mm-hmm. take this. Dolphins say what you want. They have Reek. I, 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 in my opinion, his production will drop significantly because Tyreek is, is absolutely great. has to be blowing smoke about how he thinks Tua is more accurate than Pat. He's saying that because he has to. How would how would you know Tyreek? You couldn't catch a ball last season, huh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He only times like I watched six. it just bounced off your chest. Yeah, oh my he gosh. Six picks last year, but still love the guy. But yeah, the the, the Dolphins this is, this got is a the little Bills bit division. better. But yeah, I I don't think there's any way that that they take it from the Bills. Uh, all right, let's move on to the the finale. The the team that we really want to talk about is the Chiefs, but we're just going to talk about the AFC West as a whole. Greatest division in football this year. Yeah, probably the best division, um, especially quarterback wise. I mean, the worst quarterback in this division is Derek Carr, um, which is good enough to be the second best quarterback in a lot of other divisions. Um, yeah. And you know, you have the Chargers with Justin Herbert, the Broncos, who have had a fantastic defense for a long time, but just never figured out on the offense side of the ball. They obviously add Russell Wilson. This is going to be a difficult year for the Chiefs. Yeah, I'm nervous. Especially after losing Tyreek. And whether you think Tyreek is the best receiver in the league, which I don't think he is. I think you put Cup and Adams ahead of him. But a person that you just have to game plan around so much because of his speed. And that's not going to be the case anymore with the chiefs. Now, obviously the chiefs do reload in a sense with Valdez Cantling and Smith Schuster, but it doesn't feel the same. Um, and they're not going to have that speed on the outside. Obviously return Travis Kelsey, David, I don't let, I guess let's just talk about the Raiders in depth first. Yeah. You just want to start like the chiefs left. You just want to start who's going to finish fourth to who we think is going to win it, and we can yeah, start with the Raiders. Yeah, do we think the Raiders are going to get last? Which yeah, um, 
they're going to be good, but I, I just don't think – I think they're going to finish fourth. See, here, here's the thing. I don't. I don't think they're going to be last. You think you think the Chargers will be, won't you? Yes. And you know why? Yeah. Because what have you has shown it won? me? Yeah. What have yeah. you shown me? You know, um, and the Raiders, I think, have shown me more uh, recently. Mm-hmm. And I, I just have more confidence in them. Uh, and I, I'm tired. I'm, I, as a Chiefs fan who gets to hear the narrative every year, I'm tired of every year being the freaking Chargers year. Yeah. You know? Yeah, no. You just convinced me too. Devontae Adams is literally on the is on the Raiders right now. So right, right. Derek Carr and Devontae Adams hookup, I think, is going to help. Uh, Devontae Adams specifically wanted to go to the Raiders. He wanted to wanted to be with Derek Carr. Chose to leave Aaron Rodgers to be with Derek Carr. He had to believe that something good was going to happen there because I don't think that was monetary. That wasn't a money motivation. So mm-hmm. I I just think that that's better than what the Chargers have to offer. And the Chargers have some boneheaded coaching decisions these last couple of years. And I just don't have a lot of confidence in that coaching staff. Uh, they There's many times, I think the Chargers are a team that beats you through three and a half quarters and then somehow loses to you in the fourth. Yeah. That happens all the time with them. I mean, you look at this Chiefs game that they played last year, for example. There's no way the Chiefs should have been in that game at the end. And they were. And then take it to overtime and you get Travis Kelsey, who is, I promise you, not fast. Just bobbing and weaving through that defense. Oh, he's just not fast. I know he's no. not fast, but he ran through your entire defense yeah. full of arm tackles. No. Like the the Chargers have a good pass rush, and they obviously have a good quarterback. But I I just I'm gonna I think the Raiders are gonna be better than them. I really do. I think that the Raiders are gonna be better than the Broncos. Ooh, okay, okay. Let's All talk right. about it. Broncos, I think the team with the most hype coming in. A lot of, to a lot this of pressure. Division. You're right. Because they're coming – people are expecting like that was all the Broncos had. That was the only hole the Broncos had was their quarterback, and they have filled that hole. They have come in, and they have picked up Russell Wilson. Let me ask you this question. Russell Wilson, is he that, is he that good anymore? Now, you're going to say to me, well, yeah, he was just injured last year. Russell Wilson is also not young either and is a guy whose play style has been much more on the Lamar Jackson side than I would say the Tom Brady side if mm-hmm. you're talking about beating up his body I think Russell Wilson has gotten beat up throughout his career yep they're gonna have a good defense but I'm just not confident I'm not confident that Russell Wilson is going to be this godsend that everybody thinks he's going to be yeah you got you got Javante Williams good young young running back you got Jerry Judy Albert Akinawagum. Wow, I, I literally cheered for him at Mizzou, and I don't, still don't know how to say his name. It's Albert, Albert o. O. Just say oh, Yeah. That's their starter, and I, I love the guy, but is he an NFL caliber type TE1? KJ Hamler? Cortland Sutton's good. Yeah, you're right. Ooh, this is – you're right. That's tough. I just don't think he's enough – I think their defense is going to be stout again. Um, I, I, But I just don't know if he's enough to lift their offense. In another division, yes, but – I, I just don't think he, he is going to be good enough to outweigh all the all the bad that's going to come with, with their offense. I just don't think their skill positions are that strong. I really don't. Hey, um, real quick, real quick, I will say, uh, looking at this depth chart, Caden Davis sitting there at fourth on the receiver list. So shout out to him, Northwest Missouri State. Uh, yeah, congrats. Looks like, looks like he made the list. Come on. Probably but, uh, shouldn't be fourth, for being honest. And yeah. if he is fourth, that's not really great 
sign. I like Caden. I think Caden's has a potential to be a good kind of special teams guy, but I don't know if he should be fourth going in as an undrafted guy out of a division two school. Well, I think, um, I think he's technically 10th. Like there's three receiver slots and he's fourth on one of them. So it's not like he's number okay. four behind. Okay. Well, starters. then that makes sense. Yeah. Um, Sorry. Dude ran it. Dude had ran a great 40 and can catch. We know mm-hmm. that we've seen it in person. Um, I, I, I see the point he, though. That's... I hope he's good, but again, I just don't think I, I, I just don't think that that's going to be enough to lift this team um, out of that kind of offensive depths. Because as we saw with the Seahawks last year, Russell Wilson was not enough in himself to generate just offensive greatness mm-hmm. for Seattle. And do you think does this team have better weapons than he had last year in Seattle? I know you don't really like DK Metcalf, but does this team have better we- weapons than he had last year? Because the division that he's playing in this year will be just as hard as it was last year for him to play in the super tough NFC that's West. Really, that's, that's a really good point. I, I think the comparisons you can make, whether they're equal or not, is Jerry Judy and Cutlin Sword or your DK Metcalf and your uh, – Wow, Tyler I just Lockett. forgot. Tyler Lockett, yeah. But are those – yeah, I don't think either one of those is equal. So, so yeah, I, I I think actually the Raiders will be too. I'm gonna obviously pick the Chiefs. I think you're going to pick them too. Uh, mm-hmm. Again, I'm nervous just like you, but I, it's the it's the quarterback thing that we've been talking about. It's the most important position yeah. in football. It's the most important <laughs> position on an NFL team by far, and we have the best one in the league in my opinion. Um, yep. And that's also, Patrick Mahomes. So also actually ESPN just did a, an article. Uh, they're predicting the Chiefs' offensive line to be the number one ranked offensive line this year, with, with Orlando Brown, Joe Tooney, Creed Humphrey, Trey Smith, Andrew Wiley. It's a pretty freaking good set of five right there. I mean, I think the the concern is the defense. You have to look at the defense, a defense that got absolutely torched in the second half of the AFC Championship game. Um, and we 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 obviously have a new safety in Justin Reed. Uh, I was I was a big fan of Tyron Matthew early on in his career with the Chiefs. I think he uh, got a little too confident and a little too proud of himself at mm. points. And I think that he was actually a hindrance in many, at many points late in the season and in the playoffs last year. Um, and Reed is just a younger version of him, I think, um, and a more energetic version. So I, I'm looking forward to seeing that. I'm glad I never have to see Daniel Sorensen out Amen. covering someone on a route ever again. Mm. Um, but yeah, it's going to be the defense. Cause uh, as we look, I mean, I, I made the argument that the Broncos may not be better than the Raiders offensively, but again, you're looking at three other teams with solid, solid quarterbacks to great quarterbacks um, that also have good to great defenses as well. It's yeah. going to be just an absolute bloodbath of a division, but yeah. I think whoever wins this division is going to be the top team in the AFC. Yeah. I, I, I like Legereus Sneed. He's proved himself. Juan Thornhill is still getting better. He, that a, the ACL injury really hurt him. Mm-hmm. I like Justin Reed. Trent McDuffie at a training camp. People are saying that he's playing very well, and he's made he's been guarding our receiver once and and competing with him. Um, and I think something also to look back. I think the Chiefs linebacking core has a potential to be really good. Nick Bolton, Willie Gay, and a new Elijah Lee and a new Leo Chanel. Mm-hmm. Um, that's potential. I don't know. I don't know what to expect. That that looks good. Also, Chiefs signed Carlos Dunlap. That gives us another edge rusher. Uh, so 
we do I think need it's pass a, rush. We really a, need pass rush. There's a lot of new, but I think those new kind of gives us hope because they they have shown promise. And right. I I think the Chiefs did very well this year drafting. Now second stage of this, we'll see if they can actually you know produce on the field. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. we'll see. I mean, we're both gonna believe in our team until until we have been proven otherwise. Um, and again, yeah. you know, yeah. we're gonna have Patrick Mahomes for a long time, so going to be that conversation every year of well the other teams got better but if patrick mahomes is the best quarterback in the division then patrick mahomes his team is going to have the best chance to win so yeah all right to quickly recap we do need to still pick wildcard teams we'll just do that super quick but to recap for the nfc for the north we picked the packers for the south we picked the buccaneers for the east we picked the eagles and for the west we picked the rams for the AFC North, we picked the Ravens. For the South, we picked the Colts. For the East, we picked the Bills. And for the West, we picked the Chiefs. Let's start with the AFC here, do it kind of in reverse. David, wildcard teams. Obviously, there's going to be three here. Who you got? Um, well, this the first one's easy. Uh, you've convinced me. I think Raiders will be a wildcard team. Um, and do they find it? There's three, right? Because they, yes. they added one. I think it'll be Raiders, Titans, and Bengals. Okay. I think it's going to be Raiders, I agree, Broncos, and Bengals. Yeah. Um, I, I think that I, I just, that with how stacked the West is, uh, I just think there's going to be two teams. Easy, but probably three from that yeah. division. I mean, there's I will obviously say this. a scenario where there could be four. I will say this. I don't. I may be wrong here. I don't think an AFC West team gets a one seed. Maybe not even a two. I think. I think one of them has to get a two. I just think they're, they're going to beat, beat up on each other so yeah. much. And the Bills and the Bills are just going to get Jets, Dolphins. They're going to wipe them. You know. So, yeah, I think. I think the Bills are probably the team I would pick for the one. Okay. Yeah. Um. So I picked the Raiders, Broncos, and Bengals, and David picked the Raiders, Titans. Yeah. Bengals. Yeah. Okay. All right. Let's go to NFC. This one's, I think, more difficult, quite honestly. David, what do you got? Um, I'm going right to the West again. I think the West is both the best divisions in uh, each conference. Um, dude, I want to pick. I don't want to pick the Niners, but I want to pick the Niners because they're always there. So I'm, I'm just going to do it. Niners, Cowboys. I think they'll be able to get a wild card spot. Um, and then give me the Saints. They got Michael Thomas back. They got Alvin Kamara. They got Chris Olave, uh, Jarvis Landry. I, I'll give the chance. I'll give the Saints the, the bottom spot. I'll give them a the chance. I'm gonna go Niners, Saints, and Vikings. I think mm-hmm. the Vikings are gonna be helped out by the Lions and the Bears being so bad that they'll yeah. be able to pick up some easy wins there. Um, so yeah, I'm gonna go with that. All right. Well, that was long. We talked for a lot, but this football and we love football and it's about to be back and our Sunday afternoons are going to be blessed with the beautiful sounds of, of Jim Nance and Joe Buck and people hitting each other violently. Amen. It's going to be great. Love it. So that was us talking, picking, predicting division winners And David and I are probably going to be wrong about most of the stuff we just said, but it was a fun thing to say it anyway. So thank you for listening to this episode. David, outro us. 
This has been What Do You Want to Watch, episode 26, picking the division winners. And uh, it's been fun, and we can't wait for football to start. So we will see you all later. Bye.